once again and thank you for the worship team for leading us and drawing us into the presence of the Lord. Well, good morning, church. Good morning. Glad that you're here. And if you are here visiting us for the very first time, we as a church here at the Croc Center are in the middle middle of our sermon series. And we as a church, does anybody know what our series is? All right, it wasn't even up there. And you remember it. It is Grace Anatomy. Not the Grace Anatomy that is in the show on a weekly basis. Not that kind of grace. It is the kind of grace, it's about God's grace. We're looking at the different aspects of grace. We've looked at a grace of humility. If you were here several weeks ago, there was sufficient grace and certainly the saving grace. Talk about what grace is all about. Well, Ephesians chapter 2 tells us, for it is by grace that you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. We are saved by grace through faith. And God saves us by his grace, not because of our goodness, not because of the things that we've done, church. You see, we know that grace is a blessing. Can I hear an amen to that? It's a blessing that we don't deserve. You don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. But God's grace is given to us. You see, it is God's grace that justifies us, sanctifies us, and eventually glorifies us in heaven. And church, this morning, in order for us to become more and more like Christ, we must grow in God's grace. We must be growing in grace. So you're getting the idea of what grace that we're going to be looking at today? It is growing in grace. Growth in God's grace. And you see, as you, you, you've come to the Croc Center this morning, and many of you use this, our facility, you see all around us, we've got great staff that keeps our, our facility nice and green. The greeneries on our property, are, they're growing. It's an ongoing job, an opportunity to make our place look great. Trees are growing, bushes and flowers, and all the kind of plants of every description, they're growing. But just adding water and some care, and you see growth. And I tell you, I am amazed about what this place has come to be. And when we were here four years ago, of course, I thought plants would be this way, but they were grown plants. But they needed to still grow to where they are today. So it's amazing how much they have grown. But have you ever thought when things are not growing? Don't you wonder and get concerned and and say, what's going on? What's the matter? Imagine just if a child is not growing. Wouldn't that concern you? You see, growth is normal when there is life. When it comes to spiritual life, church, growth doesn't end. We must keep growing until the day when we meet Jesus face to face. You see, growth is gradual. It's not an instant And today in our society, we want everything instant, don't we? That's why you have a microwave. I wish we could just put our spiritual life in a microwave and make it go just instantly. No, it doesn't work that way. Well, you see, no one moves from being a baby to an adult in a day or a week or even a few years. It takes time to mature and develop. 
You don't bring a baby home from the hospital and say, there's the refrigerator, kid. Help yourself. And you don't, you don't tell the baby, by the way, the bathroom is right down the hall. Next to your bedroom. Go ahead, take care of yourself. You know, you don't expect a baby to do what a 20-year-old does. Or you don't expect a 20-year-old to have a maturity of a 60-year-old. Church growth is a process. And I have seen this growth in my two children, our two children, Makaya and Gabby. And I tell you, the growth has been a blessing to us and to see and to, to so proud of them and to see Makaya graduating this coming Friday. Yes. But that's also... But it is amazing because you see, growth is expected as part of life. Growing is part of life. And God expects us as Christians, as believers, to grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. And this morning, church, I invite you to turn your Bibles to the scripture in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 18, that says, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. And certainly we can say amen. You see, Peter on this chapter of 2 Peter, and I want to encourage you to read this chapter. Because you see, in the beginning of the chapter, Peter says, has the same note that he ended with. Grace, knowledge of God. And you will see that in that scripture, and though the language is somewhat different, it seems that the point is the same. And Peter is saying this to the church, the people, the Christians, and his time, the believers, and to us this morning, is that all of us might experience a lot of grace, a lot of God's grace, and that we grow with it, that we grow with it. And God commands us to grow in the grace and what? A knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And today, we're going to be talking about Christian growth. Is it something new? Not really, you've heard all about it. But my challenge to you this morning is that you take away something new and it's all about our own personal growth in Jesus Christ this morning. And I believe that God has a process of Christian growth for you and for me. God has given us his saving grace to get us started. But that, not also that, but God also gave us daily grace to keep us going and growing. See, God wants our lives to be change. How many of you in here love change? Likes change? I mean, I'm with you. We're all in the same team. We don't like change, but it is part of life. We are to grow in the grace and knowledge of him. And the question is, how do we do this? You see, as a believer, we should all be growing in our Christian faith, in our Christian life. But church, Christian growth is not a matter of, listen to this, it's not a matter of how many, it is a matter of how much. Do you hear that? It's not a matter of how many, it is a matter of how much. Christian growth is not a matter of how many times I have attended church this year. And I, don't, don't get me wrong, I'm not telling you don't come to church. I just want you to know it's not about going to church. It is about what matters is how much I have grown in the year. 
right? Got that? It, it, Christian growth is not a... It's not about how many times, how many minutes I spend in prayer. Again, we want to encourage you to pray. But it's not about how many minutes and hours or days or times you spend in prayer. But it is really about how much our prayers, are they sincere? Are they honest? Christian growth is not about how many Bible verses I memorize. We encourage you to memorize. But what really matters the most is how much I have allowed the word of God change my life and your life. You see, many times we as Christians, as believers, make the mistake of thinking this way. The more I do for God, the more spiritual I am. Church, danger, red flag. It's a real danger for us to think that way. You see, we can attend all the classes about God. It's a good thing to learn about God, isn't it? But we, it does not mean that we become godly when we attend these classes. And there is a possibility that we become godly when we allow it to be part of our lives. You see, Christian growth is about quality of life. Quantity is good, it helps us, but it's about the quality of life that we're living. It's about how much closer I am getting to be more like Christ. It is the way I show love to my husband, to my children, and to the people around me. It is the way I'm asking myself, am I allowing God's grace to flow through me? That's what it's all about, church. And this, and this time, and as I was preparing for this sermon... Several questions came to mind, and I believe that these questions this morning for all of us is a must that we ask, we have to ask ourselves. And these are it. Why do I need to grow in God's grace? Why? What does it mean to grow in God's grace? What does it really mean? What does it look like? And lastly, a personal one. Am I growing in God's grace? Why do I need to grow? Isn't receiving God and receiving his grace enough for us? Well, it's not, church. You see, the apostle Peter in this chapter of 2 Peter, what he's doing is that he's writing a letter to the Christians in his time, and it is to us today as well. He wanted them to know that the Lord is coming. And can I tell you that the Lord is coming? Did you know that? He is coming, and for them, he wanted them to wait on the Lord. And Peter wanted them to not get complacent. Not get complacent as they wait and not be caught up. Don't get caught up in all the things that are going around them. Because you see, verse 17, he tells them, You already know these things, dear friends. So be on guard, then you will not be carried away by the errors of the wicked people, these wicked people and lose your own secure footing. So the last thing Peter wanted them to do is to be found asleep on the job when Jesus returns. He, reminded, he wants to remind them not to be caught, up, caught off guard and be surprised. He wanted to remind them that there is a need to be alert and be ready at all times. Because again, Jesus is coming soon. And so Peter wanted them to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus. It means to grow deeper in their walk so that they can stand ground. They can stand firm when their trials 
and their challenges. And Jesus said to us, church, that in this world you will have trouble. Trouble. The truth is, if growing in grace required perfect conditions, it would never happen. You see, because we grow in the midst, in the middle, in the center of real life. If any of us grow in grace, it will be under the conditions in which you are living every day. Whatever the situation is in your life right now, that's where you will have to grow in grace. It is a need that God wants and places in every Christian life. Growth is a quality of life. And that is true for a plant right here, right in front of me. This plant has to grow. It has life, and it is the same for us. God has given us life. So there is a need. And because there is a need, we need to grow in the grace and knowledge of God. And secondly, this morning, church, the question is, what does it mean to grow in God's grace? Aren't we people who wants to know everything? You just don't go, yes. No, we need to know why, what it means to grow in God's grace. Well, the one thing I'd like to share with you is that we need an intense hunger for the word of God. That's what it means to grow in God's grace. It's to have an intense hunger for the word of God. And Peter tells the, the believers and the Christians like a newborn baby's crave pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up in your salvation. And church, to be spirit, with spiritual growth, it requires spiritual food. How spiritually can you get from the word of God? The word of God is the key to our spiritual growth. As a believer, as a follower of Christ, as a new life, we need the word of God because it says with new life comes new mindset. New outlook, new character, new behavior. I pray that when we look and go deeper in the word of God, that our life, there's a change in our life. The way we think, the way we, we talk to one another, it should be in here. And so my question this morning, church, is do you have a desire, a longing for God's word this morning? And certainly you are here. That's one step. But I want to encourage you because you see, there are ways that we can grow and understand. And many of you know this already for the fact. And that is we need to memorize the word of God. It doesn't stop there because you could memorize as long as you can. But you need to meditate on it. And after you meditate, don't stop. Make sure you use it. Because that's where the rubber meets the road. When you take your, your memorizing and your meditation and you apply it, can you see the change that God is going to do in your life? You see, I can, I can learn, I can know the Bible from backwards to forwards, which is, that's a good thing. But guess what? Sometimes you have to wonder if reading the Bible backwards from backwards to forward, if it's, if it's not making me more like Christ, then it's, what's the point? What's the point? See, God wants us to become more like him with the use and the help of God's word. Because you see, when you have this word and you're learning it, applying it, guess what happens? There's a growth that happens. There's an increase of God's love. Talking about love, people that you don't love, God is going to make you love them. 
Did you not like that sometimes? Really, do I have to talk to that person that really hurt me so bad? Do I have to talk to that person that did something so long ago? But God's word says I have to. And that's what happens, increase of God's love. How about this church? It means also that when we look into his word, there is an increase of faith. Trusting no matter what happens. Trusting God in, in that, that result of the, what the doctor's going to tell me next week. Not me personally, maybe for, for your family, for your loved one. It is trusting him in everything that you do because we always to thank him because he allows us and gives us the strength to trust him. And church, that is faith. Trusting him. And lastly, when we look into the word of God, guess what happens? Growing in grace means increasing in the fruit of the spirit in our lives. Look at this list up there. That's a lot of stuff. So let me ask you, have you taken inventory lately of the kind of quality of fruit that you are producing in your life? I don't like inventories. How many of you have to say at work you have to do inventories? Can you imagine doing an inventory of the Croc Center? Every chair has to be counted. Every item has to be counted. But can you imagine what's in your closet right now? Do you know what's your inventory in your closet? How many spams do you have? How many tuna cans? But inventory, we may not like it, but church, inventory of our spiritual life is needed. We do need to inventory these things. Are you increasing in godliness? Are you in love, in joy, in patience? God wants us to have these traits in our lives, and, and that's what it means, going to become like him. And lastly, this morning, the question is, Am I growing in God's grace? And church, that is very personal. I think it's very personal because it has to do with me. And I'm going to ask you this morning, are you growing in God's grace? His word says to grow in the grace and knowledge of him. Are you relying on the Holy Spirit? And as I look around in the crowd this morning, I know that many of you have a, a built-in spiritual foundations over, that you have built over the years. Maybe reading your Bible regularly, having a consistent prayer life, a godly instruction. So let me ask you this. After all of the studies you're doing, all of the Bible readings and prayer and all of that stuff, let, let me ask you, are you becoming like Christ? Are you becoming like Christ? Are you more compassionate, merciful, forgiving? Or has your growth been stunted? Stunted. Have you settled on a zero level and this is all that you're going to do and you're not going to go more than that? You see, we need to take an honest look about ourselves and maybe even look at ourselves in the past year. If you don't want to go to the past year, maybe the past six months in your life, can you honestly say that in all of the troubles, the, the heartaches, the challenges that you have grown through it, have you been more patient? Or maybe some of you, as I would say, I would admit, there have been times I'm, I've been angry, irritable, confrontational shared some harsh words and some self-pity things that have caused in intense stress and sleepless nights. How many of you, let me ask, did many of you have to say, I have to prove myself I was right to that person and they were wrong? How many of us this morning have hurt someone so many times because they've hurt you back? 
Church, we need to recognize that this growth process is a change that doesn't happen overnight, not from week to week. It is a long haul. But certainly God wants us to do it still. While we wait on his return, God wants us to grow deeper and deeper in our walk with him. See, you and I can only grow in grace through our personal relationship with God. You see, growing isn't a matter of becoming bigger or stronger in ourselves. It is really becoming simply getting of ourselves and allowing Christ to live in our life to live in our life and and allowing him to live through us, to live through us. We all have a lot of growing to do, growing to do in grace. And I say that a full-grown Christian would be the most wonderful person in the block and would be the best neighbors in the world. And they are the very salt of the earth. But guess what? We're not there yet. We're not there yet. And most of us are not even close. Not even close. Sorry to say that. Let's just face it. There are some things that stops us from growing. Can I tell you that in, uh, I was growing up, and uh, talking about growing up, um, I was in my young, young, young life. Someone tells me, Debbie, you better not drink coffee because it's not going to make you grow. <laughs> and guess what? I never drank coffee. And I always wondered what happened. It wasn't coffee. (laughs) Growing is not my thing. It's physical growth. But I tell you, I stand here to say that we need to grow spiritually. And I can stand here and tell you that that is what God is working in my life. And certainly I am not there yet. And together we, church, we can do this. We can learn to avoid the, the harmful that are harmful to our life in terms of our growth of our soul. You see, if you love to garden, you need to get rid of those weeds in your garden, don't you? In order for the fruit or whatever you want to plant in that garden. And it's exactly for us in our Christian life. If you want to grow, we must get rid and avoid things that are harmful to our spiritual life. And I, I know you know what I'm talking about. There are a lot of things that does not help us in growing in God's grace. Pleasures of this world are not help to us at all. We should have no time for it. What stands between us and God needs to be cut out. Needs to be cut out. And the atmosphere that we put ourselves in that hinders us to grow in Christ needs to get out. I can't stress that enough, church. And as we close this morning, as we close this morning, I want to draw your attention to this plant right here. This plant was given to me about a year ago, and many of you know that I kill plants. I do kill plants, but somehow God has been merciful to me that this plant has been alive for a year. And can I tell you, I'm getting chicken skin because every time I see this plant, it is a reminder. And every time I see it, it goes in my head, is that plant still alive? Is that plant still alive from the person who gave it to me? And it's a reminder to me, is my life growing? I need to water it, put some sunlight on it, and put some tender care. Sometimes, I don't know how I did it, but it's alive. I'm doing the right thing. But church, how it is about our life. We need to take the word of God, not just take it, 
practice it, live it, and take it and cover our life, anoint our life with prayer. Because prayer is another way that God is a spiritual part of our Christian growth that helps us grow in the grace and knowledge of God. And know that he tells us in his word that I have come that they may have life, that they may have it more abundantly. And you know who that they is? That is us. Jesus came for us so that we can have abundantly, we can have a life that, to the fullest. And church, that if we are growing and living the life God wants us to do, I love what it says in 2 Peter 3.18, that last part. To him be glory both now and forever. And I would say, what does he say? Amen. Amen. Make it be so and let it be. And church, as we close out, I'm going to ask the worship team to come out. Is that how many of you go to the doctor for a checkup? Don't need to be embarrassed about it because if you're not going to the doctor, shame on you. You need to be going. Going to the doctor is this. And I, I need to go, and I do put, uh, we do go out in a, on a regular basis, and my doctor puts out a sheet that says, you took your lab, t- your lab, and this is what happens. By the way, your sugar is up, your blood pressure is up, this is good, this is down. How many of you just don't like to hear those things? Yes. But this morning, church, you're here for a spiritual checkup. Our physician, our doctor is saying to you, how are you doing in your walk this morning? Your anger is a little bit higher this time. How about that attitude? How about that, that, that feeling of being depressed? And you know what I'm talking about. God, you know what you're dealing with with the Lord. And I don't need to say it because he's going to speak to you. So this morning, the worship team is going to lead us in a time of prayer. And I want you, oh, we got time. <laughs> We got time because I want you to leave here this morning being sure of what you are in your spiritual growth. That plant is growing and I will make sure it's going to grow. But I want to make sure all of us are growing as well. And we as a church here at the Croc Center, our goal, our mission is to not leave you in your walk with God by yourself. Certainly God is with us, but together as a church, we are going to grow together. And don't leave anybody behind. Because guess what? I love what he says. We are a family. And so this morning, my challenge is that you look into your life. Don't think about your family. I know you love them and God knows. But it's really about you and God. The place of prayer is here. There may be some little blood pressure that you have to work out with God. A little bit of high sugar that maybe there is. But here is a place that you can come and say, I'm going to deal with it today. I'm going to commit to growing no matter what it takes. And if you come to the front, can I just tell you, there are some seeds, actual seeds that you can plant. You water it and it will grow. But as you come, allow this time a commitment of saying, I'm going to grow. And I'm I'm growing, but I'm going to keep growing because you're never going to stop growing until God takes us. So let's reflect with your eyes closed and your head bowed. Let's listen to the worship team and to God and what he's saying to you. God is here. And he's saying to us this morning, no matter what you're going through, 
I'm here for you and that growing, it's gonna hurt. But don't give up. Don't give up in growing in His grace. And for some of you, you may, you may not have to do it yourself. If you, you and your spouse together as a marriage, as a married couple, grow together. As a family, grow together. Because you see, that's not, God doesn't want us to do it all alone by ourselves. So I challenge you to do that. Maybe this is just the beginning, and I pray it is, that this day will be a day where you've committed yourself saying, I'm going to grow. And he only asks us to try and give it and asking him to help us. I know they're still there praying and we want to give them that, that time to pray. But church together, we're going to end our time together soon. But certainly there are some of you here, many of you certainly that are growing in the Lord. Does growing means to be this growth and big? It can be this tiny little growth that is happening, a sprout of growth. And God is honored by that. And so church this morning, the, the light is already dim. I'm going to ask you, we want to celebrate the growth that is happening in your life this morning. If you know that in the deep of your heart that you are growing and you just want to say, Lord, I celebrate you. I thank you for what you're doing in my life. I ask you to stand as a testimony of what God is doing in your life. Yes, you can give God the praise because he is, it is God that's growing in you, that's allowing you to grow. So stand where you are and just say, thank you, Lord. In our times of praise, in our times of sorrow and sadness, we can come to the Lord. Isn't that, that's how amazing our God is. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Let's pray together. Father God, we have come here, and Lord, you have been with us through all this. And certainly, Lord, after we're done here, certainly we're going back to the reality of life. But certainly in that reality of life, you are with us. God with us. And Father, this morning, prayers has been, have been lifted up in, in times of wanting to grow more with you. But certainly, Lord, as we stand together, you are working in each of our lives. Maybe a little sprout, but a little bit of a tree that's growing and blossoming. Because, Lord, you are teaching us to grow every minute, every day of, every, of our times here on earth. So, Father, we want to give you all the praise and thank you for just for being who you are, being our Lord, our Savior, the King of Kings. Thank you for this opportunity and the challenge you place on us to grow more and more in your grace and your knowledge. In Jesus' name, for now, for both glory, for now and forevermore. And your people says, amen, amen. You may be seated.